Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, and welcome back to the Keith Cheggers podcast. Uh, my name's Hannah Norris. I am your host here, and I am also here with my husband. Carl Donnelly. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are still married. He is still here with me for I'm these episodes. I'm still saying my name in that tone of voice Along, every, yeah, every like episode. Carl Donnelly. Carl Donnelly. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be very good at saying oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Sound like a sort of... Brings you about eighties kind of well, a regional yeah, yeah. BBC like Hertfordshire DJ. Yeah, That's what I'm I can going hear that. It's <laughs> good. You've got to promote yourself and yeah. you know find your USP the like job, that for the job you'd want. And that my job that I want is regional radio. Yeah, <laughs> it's my dream it sounds job. like it's a quite comfortable, cushy lifestyle. Isn't oh, it? I'd love it. Talking about the road, talking about a roads. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> it is. You're pretty good at that as I well, know. aren't you? Yeah. And as you can hear, we are also here with our fabulous guest, who has a great voice. Um, <laughs> she's an actor, and you would have seen her on TV shows like Catastrophe, the brilliant Catastrophe. And she's just finished the Three Sisters at the National Theatre, which was also brilliant. Yes. And her name is Sarah Niles. Hello. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Welcome to our podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, how many podcasts have you been on in your life? Um, I think one. Yeah. <laughs> done, done a few radio things. Yeah. The Soho Radio, but I've just done this one. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a bit of a cold, so my voice is extra... Um, husky. husky. Yeah. What, what, what kind of job are you going for with it? What's your <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> probably wouldn't last long. Chocolate, probably. Yeah. Selling chocolate. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Um, which uh, This podcast is about pregnancy um, because that is what's happening in my life, In well, in mine and Carl's life, in my body right now. Um, I'm currently at week 23 of my pregnancy. So I hit five months last week. And I've so I started talking to people in terms of months, and I'd forgotten what week I was at. So I remember yeah. now, and it's week twenty three. And the the guests we have on with us um, are pregnant or have been pregnant, and Sarah is in the has been pregnant yeah, category. That's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so. has a daughter. How old is How old is she? She's seven. Going to be eight next month. Yeah, that's that was that was about what I thought. Yeah. Um, and. I hadn't I hadn't seen her for a couple of years. No, she still remembers you though. Oh, when I tell cool. her about the post-it notes, she remembers. She's like, Do you remember <laughs> yeah. Hannah? Post-it notes. She goes, yes, yes. I let them stick things all over my face. Yeah, didn't I? you're good with kids. Kids do. You are good. Remember with you because you. you always end up playing fun games with them that yeah. a lot of adults don't play with them. Yeah, I don't particular. I don't feel like I've ever been particularly drawn to children. Like I'm not like I can't wait to be at that thing where the children are. Yeah, but. I think, yeah, there's something that I like to play stupid games with them. Yes. Yeah. There's this thing, my friend's kids, um, twins, they used to call me Butterfly Hannah. And when when they had uh, birthday parties, they, they'd invite me along with their I love it. kids' friends. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, because they couldn't quite work out if I was a grown up or child. Well, yeah. that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. I think when, you, when you're around kids, you don't act, you don't act like an adult 
playing with his kid. Yeah. I think you very much meet them at their own level. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> which that sounds like an insult, yeah. but it's not. I mean, no, it's yeah. a nice thing. thing. Just yeah. come straight in on that level. But, um, <laughs> and they can smell a rat. They know. They know. Absolutely. They know. Yeah. yeah so. But um, seeing seeing Nyla the other day, I, I, I loved meeting her again the other day because she had that thing of a young girl with a self-assurance and a confidence and ready to have a conversation. And yeah. um, that I really, I, yeah, I was like, yes, I can't wait because we're having a girl. I was like, yes, I can't wait to have a girl who's like yeah. that. You know, like it's it's not the meek, mild playing in the background. No, she, you won't have that. I can't see I can't see the both of you having a meek, mild <laughs> wallpaper flower <laughs> yeah. type child. So is she, is she sort of turning out how you imagined? Um, it's funny. Um, she's kind of... In a way, yes, and in a way, yeah. They kind of <laughs> they 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 hold a mirror to you so much in all your life, you know. Think expectations you have and their their own journey. They become their own person. Yeah. So. Are you quite because um, like some parents are like it's sort of almost uh, they let their kids have a lot of independence to grow like that. Is it uh, I, you decided, or was it I'm just... in a bit of conflict with all that because I was brought up. <laughs> my family's from the Caribbean. Now you can use your imaginations. They were quite strict. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. certain things. I'm like, I could speak. I tell her sometimes I won't speak to my parents the way you speak to me. And she's like, Well, I'm not you. Da, 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 da. They have so much freedom now, anyway. So I, I have this kind of conflict where I try and let her go, and yeah. I also try and uphold some of the values. Yeah. I yeah. Learned. So it's like. Which is interesting, right. you know, we've been talking a little bit about that parenting stuff, haven't we, from the book that you were reading? Yes. Um, and just about this idea about peer-led, the way oh, kids, yeah, are, yeah, kids yeah. are led by their peers more today and the way that it's important to have a parent who, yeah. who, who leads them and guides them yes. um, and they become more independent in that way and yeah. more more self-assured yeah. um, rather than looking to their looking to the sides to yeah. for their yeah. guidance. So it's about how kids are, nowadays are spending more and more time not with parents, but with people their own age, be it from nursery onward. Yeah. Like, so actually they're, they're, that old sort of parental guidance is much smaller than it used to be. Yeah. So this yeah. book argues actually that we need to almost go back slightly I to a we, time when your parents should always be your guiding sort of I star. I think so, because you can't, you, you obviously you want them to be, um, to be nurtured by their peers, but you also want to nurture them yourself. This is, you might have a particular style of parenting that you have. And you might want to guide them that way. So it's a bit, it's a bit of both. And do you think that you and and Ben, your husband, have similar ideas on that? Or is that it's funny because we come. He's from Essex. Yeah, <laughs> but um, we have similar kind of ideas. We always kind of talked. <laughs> it maybe it's a generational thing as well. Like um, always talk. You must share everything. You must be kind. And I spent a lot of time going. No, no, no. Share and, da, da, da. and actually, sometimes I thought I should have taught you to be a bit more selfish sometimes because yeah. yeah. that's that is valuable as well and that's important as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. Um. I think sometimes in parenting they've gone the extreme of the other side where some kids are kind of very much I am the only one it's about me. Yeah, yeah the and I think thing. The, the, I think more than ever in this society we're living in now we need to kind of think about the collective as well as yourself but we need to kind of take yeah. some of the older values. Well that's like there's that danger of and that I think we talked about it before that selfie book talks yeah. about that sort of 
extreme other end of modern parenting where you constantly base it, it's almost constant affirmation yeah. telling the kid they're perfect yeah. and they grow up without the understanding of failure or yeah, being exactly. wrong do you know yeah. what I mean do you remember past the parcel you used to get past the yeah, parcel yeah, yeah. there was only one present <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> you just deal with it now it's like presents and everything one wrapper is a present yeah. one wrapper is a present I think yeah. my mum used to we used to get a present at every layer oh, like a mom's tiny so, little one I can see your parents doing that your parents oh. are very so that everyone got a little present nice. <laughs> yeah. my parents it would have just been empty <laughs> Even if you won, if you won it, you'd open it and it'd be this is to teach you disappointment. Life is pain. You didn't have parties. No, though, we never. You? Exactly, we wouldn't yeah, even yeah. have pass to parcel. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in my room passing the air to myself. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is this is all um, yeah. things to come because obviously come. We're, we're in pregnancy right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the kind of you know the way we're talking about the world changing and what we want it to be it's interesting that you know there's still very traditional um modes of looking at pregnancy and and child birth and rearing and things like that i was um messaging with a friend of mine in adelaide the other day and we were talking about the app you know saying how sometimes we talk about the size of fruit of the baby which is Carl, right now, do you remember what she is? Oh, hang on. so it was corn last week, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a wow. sweet corn What's last up week. from corn? Is it a? Um, it's not a butternut squash this week. No, you're desperate oh, for that. You're yeah, desperate when for is, that. When phase. is it going to be a squash? <laughs> um, butternut squash. Is yeah, it? Um, uh, is it a pak choy? No, smaller. No, it's been that's in the past. Oh my word! Oh. This is lots of little um, uh, plantain. Lots of little, <laughs> lots of little is. fruits or vegetables in one big cluster. Bunch of grapes. Yeah. <laughs> is it a bunch of grapes? Yeah. She's, oh. she's a big bunch of grapes at the oh, moment. Oh, lovely! Yeah, but my friend, um, my friend Bart told me about an app that he's got called the Daddy Up app, and he's like, you should just look at it because it's it's crazily gendered. And he he sent me a picture <laughs> of um, week twenty. The comparison size was a bald eagle's talon. Come on! <laughs> so you think of a big old claw, and it talks about the baby as a cub. There's the cub progress. Uh, And then it, you know, something about like, although your cub is growing, there is still plenty of unoccupied biological real estate to continue practicing lumberjack moves. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's just just guys who sit in an office and sort of resent the fact they're not cavemen anymore, isn't it? Yeah. I I mean, it's that thing they feel like something's (laughs) missing from their life. They've got to pretend they're a bear or something. I guess it's that opposite, I suppose, of like really like the kind of mommies and little babies and they're so cute to go, you got a cub and he's got real estate and he's a lumberjack. But they're the sort of people that would have a gender reveal party and punch the wall when it was a boy. Do you know what I mean? Have you watched any of those, Sarah? Have you ever? (laughs) Yeah, I've seen some of these Things. The videos. <laughs> they're gross. It's a balloon and literally pop balloon. goes blue and they just run off like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just start celebrating. It's like, calm down, mate. I love seeing the little siblings if they've got siblings going, oh, no. <laughs> the whole world. <laughs> they're the best ones. Yeah, that's funny. Take it back. I don't want it. I don't. It's usually <laughs> Americans. Yeah. It's quite, they're quite funny. I love those ones. That's good. I haven't, I haven't zoomed in on no. Watch those ones. Get a good old laugh. I'm too busy judging the dads <laughs> yeah. to scan down to the kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's Funny. Oh. Um, and so with uh, with where I'm at in pregnancy, I'm having regular checkups at the premature clinic at the moment um, because my cervix had shortened and they mm. just I'm on progesterone because they want it to be back to a normal length. Yeah. So I was in last week and it was the first time that I'd been 
I've seen kind of regular people there. And the woman I saw last week wasn't one of the regular doctors that I'd seen. And she was a little bit more, she was a little bit less confident than the other doctors that I've seen. So when she was doing an internal ex examination, it took her quite a while to sort of find like she had the right angle to look at the cervix mm, and yeah. then kind of um, took it back out and was like, oh, there's too much gel. I've got to put more gel on and then oh, doing it again. And um, then... You know, that, that kind of feeling of caution that I just got yeah. from her suddenly goes into my body, you know, and I'm like, yeah. ooh, what is this? This doesn't this doesn't seem as easy going as, as the other few weeks. And also when I got there, she's like, okay, have you emptied your bladder, which you have to do beforehand? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I have, but, you know, I could probably go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because definitely over the last week I've needed to do more wheeze. And she was like, oh, do you want to take a little sample and we can do a sample just to check there's nothing wrong? And I was like... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So um, I went and I did a urine sample, which was hardly anything because I, you know, yeah, you just <laughs> there was hardly any way there, mm. there. But I was like, I've probably got something. And when I gave it back to them, then they came back and said there was a trace of something, leukocyte or something, which means I could have a UTI and they wanted to send that off. But because there wasn't much we in it, that could be like no nothing. But it was just these little things of yeah, an extra caution yeah. Or a doubt from that that sort of side of the medical system that I haven't seen yeah. that much, and how that how that affects how yeah, I feel that it's all going yeah is really interesting yeah. Um, did you like how was your kind of pregnancy and hospital things like that? Do you remember any of that um, kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, I do. I, I I remember my pregnancy being fairly. It was okay actually. I didn't really have morning sickness. I yeah. was I was working as well at the time, but I'd have this feeling because this feeling of caution, like, or worry, when there was nothing to worry about. And then when you get, like, one time, I, <laughs> I couldn't feel, I couldn't feel anything. Yeah. So I rushed and I was like, it's like, I went to the doctors and I can't, and he's like, right, you need to go to the, take, you need to go to the hospital. So I went to the hospital just to have it checked, you know? Yeah. And you just have this, because we forget sometimes, it's quite an amazing thing. Yeah. To be yeah. carrying this thing inside you, you know, and so you do have that. And you you are, you just feel like this this kind of thing that this sponge or you soak up other people's worries, like when you're in that room and in that space. Yeah. You you do pick up on And I think I mean I I'm getting scans, like the since the twenty week scan, we've got a twenty four week one booked in next week because okay. because she was massive and they just want to check on how <laughs> how massive she is now or not um but that so I'm having scans every four weeks and so okay. I've definitely have had more kind of interaction I think with her than lots of people do like yeah. I can imagine I would be I'd be doing that because I can't feel it what's going on because yeah. you just you do lose that connection sometimes where yeah. you're like why is it why aren't I feeling anything yeah but it's fine it's fine right? yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. are you keeping the pictures do you get the little yeah pictures? we've got oh, we've got yeah. a couple of pictures yeah yeah um but yeah, the other um, I started doing some pelvic floor exercises this week. Do well. the pelvic floor exercises? Did, did you do that? Do them? Did you? <laughs> Is, that, <laughs> Is that a do them? Because well, I did them. You could oh, decipher whether I did or didn't <laughs> from that. <laughs> no, I, I did do them. Yeah, I, I did like uh, pregnancy yoga. Yeah, uh, which was really good. And she kept saying it. I was like, I was like yeah, we, you know, everybody's nodding. But I can't stress it as much. I mean, I went to a kids' party and you do the, go on the trampoline. I had to go to the toilet so many times. Yeah, I get yeah, off and, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, no, it, yeah, it's really important to do. That. I, I remember first learning about pelvic floor exercises maybe when I was about fifteen in a biology class. We had this teacher, Miss Moret, and somehow she told us about it then. I don't feel like it was part of the curriculum. That's great. She was like, yeah. "Do them." So, yeah. on and off. 
yeah. I've, I've given it a go, but never, you know, it's... We could be doing it now while we're sitting here. Is could be. I, re I really tense, though. <laughs> <laughs> I could do little ones, but I'm doing these hold for 10-second ones at the moment. Oh, was it last night? I sort of busted you doing <laughs> yeah. it. Well, been, she, well we were sort of talking and we yeah. got into bed. And I just got this weird sense that she was concentrating on something. <laughs> I could just, I could feel her demeanour change. And I just went, you all right? Oh, yeah. And she went, I'm doing public for exercise. <laughs> it was. Staring in the distance. Yeah. Well, yeah, they just had suddenly a very serious tone came over her. It was. That's, that's what I'm doing it when I go to bed. Yeah. I go to do these three, ten, like hold it for 10 seconds. It's a really long time to hold, but it that's one yeah. I read. Because yeah. usually I used to do the like clench, let go, clench, let go, clench, let go. Yeah. They're the ones Miss Moret taught us. Yeah. But I just thought I'd up it a level. Yeah. But yeah, it does. It <laughs> makes me very serious. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something like we would, if I had tried to do that now, yeah. I'd have to go into silence for 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, <so>. yeah. <laughs> Like you like when you see babies doing a poo, I think. Yes. Oh, I love you know, when they do that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> when sorry. their face changes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Serious. they're really concentrating. Concentrating, yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's what I'm like when I do pelvic floor exercises. Yeah. That was, my mum said the other day that apparently newborns go through 10 to 12 nappies a day. Does that? Oh, does wow. That, what do you think? It's quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, cleaning one, put one on. They do it again, clean it. Yeah. Did you use do disposables or reusables? I was a bit naughty. I used uh, disposable. I think. I mean, I understand. I think we un we we yeah, we, we would we were thinking all that hippie thing of like, no man, we'll just wash them, and then we just heard a few horror stories. Yeah. And there's now ones that are like compostable and things yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the ones I, I use compostable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Organic ones. Yeah. I mean, you. Yum. They've got really clever <laughs> though. I don't know how I don't know how our parents did all the washing. No. Nah. Terry uh, towelling whatever. Sounds yeah. horrendous. More than one. I don't know how they did that. And yeah. when you didn't like before washing machines as well, just exactly sh by shit, just shitty Oh my god. Yeah. What did she say? Oh, we were talking last night about. Um, Mum said as well. She's like, oh, apparently, you know, you're supposed to ask babies when you want to change their nappies now, just I... like get their permission <laughs> to change right. their nappies. Right. And I've, Carl was. <laughs> I said I've already asked, and I've, apparently I'm not allowed to do it. Uh, I love the... that. Get yourself out of that one. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah, been so... told that yeah. she's not consented to me changing her yeah, nappy. Yeah. She really likes when mummy does it. <laughs> I think it will take your relationship to a whole other level once you do that. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. I'm really squeamish um, yeah, with yeah. like bodily functions. Yeah. But I, I'm aware that that is something I'm going to have to just get over. You yeah, can't, you will you can't, get over yeah, it. Yeah, of course. I mean, everyone I know, no one I know likes touching poo. No But one. you just have to get over <laughs> it. Yeah. No one I know either. Maybe there will be some people out I mean, there who... Of course, sure there, are there definitely it. are people that yeah. like it. But I mean, out of none of my friends have openly admitted it. Yeah, if you do like touching poo, get in touch yeah. at Chegger's Pod. And there's nothing wrong <laughs> with that. On Instagram or Twitter. We're not kink shaming. No, anything. we're yeah. not. Yeah. No. Because... Um, I I don't know. I don't know about your relationship with, with your husband that much, but I feel like you're pretty, um, like you're not too fiery or like you get on pretty yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. When the baby came, did you have, did that change a little bit? Like I think, the... yeah, because it all happened pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I guess, I think sometimes it's good. I've heard people have conversations about planning together what ideas, you know, discussing what ideas you have for parenting. Yeah, we didn't really do that. Um, we just had the idea that we would both be equal and get involved. Um, so those sort of things are really yeah. important. I mean, um, I think a lot, a lot of the time after I was had full of energy, I was full of energy before the baby. And then afterwards, I got really tired. Yeah. And then I had this funny thing where I um, 
I think I was I was suffering with um, postnatal depression. Yeah. But I didn't really know about it because I just kept just keep busy. Yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, this is the thing we have to take when you take the child outside into the world with the cars and everything. You have to take that step forward, you know, because it's quite because you get in your out own of your little house. Bu- yeah, yeah. So I was, I was always taking her out and going, 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 going. Just keep keep doing things so you don't stop and be still. Really, yeah. I didn't do a lot of that, and it wasn't. I didn't realize till very later on that I had it. Yeah, um, because but that's probably good then that you stay because they, they read this. One of the things I've read about was it, it the dangers of if you're somebody who falls into postnatal depression. Yeah, isolating yourself and actually not going out actually yeah. can elevate it to a much yeah. worse degree. Yeah, so I think prob- so. But I, yeah, I do. But I also think because I I got a lot of people to come and visit me, come and visit me, and come and see the baby, and I actually think like actually part of it was I also needed to just have some time with the baby and be still in the house. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. yeah. And do do you have a um like a rational connection to why you were feeling like that? Um I think I was just exhausted. I think I'd been doing a play yeah. and then I did some I did some workshop things before she was born. How 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 many like how um, many weeks or months up were you? Gosh, right up to let me think. I think it was like Maybe two months before she yeah. came, and then um, when she did come, I, I think I had an imp- I had an idea of what the birth would be like, but it was it was over a number of days, and then I had to have an emergency cesarean because she'd had a poo and turned, and oh, yeah. it got complicated. Um, I dilated to eight centimeters, mm-hmm. um, but just didn't continue on. So they had an emergency, and I think all those sort of things, and you're trying to get better and trying to rest I think a lot of the aftercare is really important and I yeah. was in this hospital for a couple of days but they were lovely in the hospital but it was hard when you're trying to when you had an, you've had a surgery and you're trying to get a baby up and then there's a difference between the day nurses and the night midwives you know yeah. it's all that sort of stuff going on some are not so nice some, some are nice and um, other people had complications so you're surrounded by other people and I think I just wasn't still enough I just didn't have a lot of quiet yeah so I think in that sense and then I still, then I continued. I did a bit of filming when she was four, yeah, four months. Yeah, and I probably should have just taken a proper break. Yeah, so there's all those things mixing in. You think I have to go, and I have to go back to work. I have to go to work. I have to, you know, there's all these things you want to juggle it all. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. I think all that was in the mix of it. Yeah, yeah. and um, <clears throat> that's interesting. Like you just saying surgery then with cesarean because people. Women don't necessarily say that. We don't, no, we they don't, don't talk, talk about, about it either. as surgery. Like you just say I had a cesarean. Yeah. But it is it is surgery and then it's you surgery. have to have, um, you know, yeah. to recuperate from yeah. that, which sort of doesn't get, yeah, it doesn't get labelled in that way. Like it's something that women just have. It's a cesarean, but it's a surgery that you have to yeah. have birth. That, again, if, if men were doing that would be... Yeah, and I mean, I knew so. Oh, yeah, we talk about hernias as if we've gone through 10 <laughs> years of chemotherapy yeah, exactly, yeah, the way yeah. we act. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a str- it's an interesting thing how women don't really talk about it. Yeah. Because you, you do recover pretty quickly. It's quite amazing how quickly you can recover. But um, I didn't know anyone in my family that had one. And I had a friend who had one, but we didn't really talk about it. Or yeah. she didn't re- I think she was going through her own... Um, healing process she didn't yeah. really talk about it so we didn't really talk about it that much yeah you know as much as and then i suppose when you're trying to heal afterwards in hindsight you might want to talk you might want to talk about things oh how did you you know how did you get through yeah, this bit and yeah. what was that like for you? yeah yeah so just do you like, think i do you think and this is me putting a sort of psychology spin on it do you think there's a fear to st- talk about it in a negative way 
you don't want to think about what was ultimately a magical positive I thing think there is. in any sort. You don't almost you don't even want to say out loud a negative thought. No, about I think it. it is. I think there is. I think I think you know. I think there is a fear of talking about anything negative, and I think it's important. I remember going to one of these. Um, I was in my area, and I was going to one of these uh, baby mum group things. I had to call my friends like, let's go out for coffee because they're getting on my nerves. <laughs> yeah. Was that NCT? No, I didn't do NCT. Maybe I should have done NCT. I didn't do it. Are you doing NCT? Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be quite good. Yeah. Um, I didn't do that, but um, I did the ch- ch- cheaper <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Probably, you know, you pay in, you get something back. Um, yeah, so I was just meeting up these mums and they were all talking about, you know, um, having babies in the pool. Some people were a bit anxious about their babies. Some had babies and they were just talking. And I thought, these guys, look, the babe, I've got a baby here. She's really healthy. And I had an emergency series, so I brought it up. Someone was like, "I'm really, I'm really worried." Does anybody know? And I explained to it, "It's not, it's not as bad as it's not a horror story as such." Yeah. And you do recover yeah. from it, and it's important to understand that. It's something because Carl and I were both born by cesarean. Yes. Like, oh wow. Um, and so because my mum, I was cesarean, and my brother was cesarean as well. I, until until pregnancy, really, I always assumed without thinking about it, that I would have a child by cesarean. Yeah. Like that was just like, oh, well, that's the way it, it, the way it happens. Yeah. But now I'm in it and, and again, I mean, obviously you don't know what's going to happen yeah. and, and if that's what happens, fine, you know. Yeah. But I'm really, um, yeah, I'm really excited about the idea of giving birth. Yeah. It's something I want to experience and see see what it's all about, yeah. you know. Yeah, But I guess, I mean, you go through a bunch of it already with labour, don't you? Like, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. You get a sense of what birth's all about. Trolled from Great Big Owl, Tracy Ann Oberman interviews celebrities about their experiences of abuse online. If you want to sit in a room and talk to another fellow sitting in his room and have an argument, that's fine too. Or you can not do that. On trains... I had to get on the train and this woman hit me in the <gasps> back and said, you're an arsehole. And on a bus. And I think it's weird that you would suggest that a woman is so ugly to get sex when you basically look like a potato. <laughs> All that and more. That's Trolled with Tracy Ann Oberman from Great Big Al. Out now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Um, so I've been reading, I've got further into my book, which is the Ina May Gaskill book. Oh, yeah, I love her Because there's two of them. There's one yeah. that's about, uh, there's one spir- spiritual midwifery. Yeah, I've got that one. Yeah, mm. and this is the second one, which is birth stories. So the yeah. first kind of third of the book is a whole load of birth stories and different different women telling their own stories. And then it's got into more of the um, 
you know, the medical side of it or the, or the midwife side of it. And so one thing I've learned about this week is sphincter law. Yeah. Is this you showed me a photograph. Oh, yeah, that was just... From the book on the train yeah. earlier on, which I'm still having uh, you... PTSD oh, flashbacks dear. from. <laughs> <laughs> That was about how you can have experienced joy and ecstasy during well, birth. Actually, that I will it's say like having for that. a poo sometimes you can have a bit of joy. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, there was. The picture <laughs> yeah. was very graphic. It was yeah. of a woman giving birth. But she did yeah. have a big old grin on her face. Yeah. So I will yeah. say it, it, there, was a, there was clearly a, yeah, she was enjoying herself. Yeah. So there's, yeah. A, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot in there about, um, yeah, about, about ecstasy and how some women orgasm when they give birth. And yeah, yeah. that it can be all these sorts of different experiences. And so much of what we know about birth is from what we see on TV and yeah. what, we, what we're shown. Um, but the sphincter law that she talks about is just the idea that, that the way that your sphincters or your, your bum and your fanny and all yeah, your muscles, yeah. can, the way they can just tense up if they're uncomfortable in a situation. Yeah, so that thing of like dilating only to eight centimetres is the kind of thing that she talks about. If some if someone had come into the room that suddenly you yes. weren't comfortable with. Yes. Or um, she says particularly um, particularly men, if it's not someone connected to you in the family and a, and a male comes into the room, that there's something that, that your brain goes, it's okay, but your cervix goes, that's a predator. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Why, is the, why is that yeah. person here? Or just other or women that you feel uncomfortable with. Yeah. I had a, there was a particular doctor. <laughs> that yeah. she, came, she came through the door and she just, I just had a feeling she's going to, she's not, she wants to get this over and done with. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt that, and that, that she was a woman that decided, she was a doctor decided, right, she said, you've dilated to eight, and it's a generous eight, is what her words were. Yeah. So you need to go in for surgery. That's, that was the end of it. Yeah. You know? But I think you, I think as long as you take as much control you can of your pregnancy and the process when you go into labor yeah. is a good thing. I entered into it where I thought, well, I was having these pains. I wasn't sure. I went in, and they were running me a bath, and I went and had a bath, and then, um, I think what happened is I put I put a lot of power into their hands. Yeah. I was like, well, this is what I think it's labor pains, and I went into the and then I ended up being horizontal for some time. Yeah. I'm not sure that's a good idea. Most of them tell you not once well, you this, go in into that. They're like they're they're just saying how important it is to yeah. keep walking yeah. around, like keeping active, particularly in that early in that early yeah. stage, because it helps with movement and helps yeah. the baby moving into position and and helps you as well, rather than just kind of lying and waiting. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the thing. Yeah, it's, and it, and it is this interesting thing as well about putting the power in their hands, which I, I definitely feel when I'm in there. I mean, who knows how I'm going to be on the actual day and the yeah. way it's going to go. Um, and a book that I read ages ago about this birth being a fem- birth is a feminist issue and that thing of we yes. don't how we don't take that into the birth room that much no, and use our voice and and say what we want. I think it's because we're worried that it's not going to go. Yeah. Right, and if yeah. you say no to something, and then you kill your baby, or you like it's your yeah, fault. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That you've not accepted intervention or whatever. Yeah. So that's that's on your back. Yeah. But in, again, in this book, it's very much like this is this is such a natural thing, and our bodies are designed to do this. And there are only very yeah. few people who have small pelvises, and there are only like the complications do happen, and then they you can deal with them. But much more of the case is that. We can do it. Yeah. Well, that's, I remember Bryony said it when we were talking. When Bryony came on, uh, we were talking. She was saying like that thing of ultimately you, you can't help but trust them. They're doctors and you, yeah. they are experts. But also your body is a bigger expert. In the, exactly. She said. She said if you're in a coma, your body would just give birth. Regardless, you know exactly. what I mean, it knows what it's doing. Yeah. So sometimes I do think there is that. I mean, I'm a bit of a hippie, so I'm always like, you know, yeah, doctors know what they're talking about, but yeah, yeah. so do we. Yeah. I agree with you. I do think there's a 
you've got to listen to your body a lot more. I mean, yeah. people are taking all kinds of things, they, you know, where they've decided to leave the hospital, go home, and, you know, they, they're taking the, taking it into their own hands, so to yeah. speak. There's one, there's one thing that I keep um, thinking when I'm reading it about sort of breath and um, that connection that I, f- I feel confident reading it as an actor going, oh, yeah, I, like I know how to breathe deep and kind of... yeah. Did, did you do you feel do you did you feel any of that or did you connect yeah, any of that? Work definitely. I mean, I felt um, you know as you get further on in the pregnancy, you get that shortness of breath. Yeah. I used to do a lot of singing, so the voice started to change a lot, and trying to gather that breath. But I, yeah, in the early stages of labour, I do remember the breath, remember the breathing, and I mean, we naturally as humans don't breathe in the right way anyway. So yeah. It's re- and it's great that you're an actor, so you know lot more about breath yeah but it's really important to that can really help because i was in a lot of pain i mean i wasn't taking any painkillers for a long time was, you know they offered it to me and i had that i then started to use that uh, what's it the electro uh magnet thing you just plug it in and you they t- you attach it onto yourself yeah and it gives off a current like an electric current I've not had, not heard about no. that. It's a natural i can't remember is it a pain relief remember. thing yeah yeah right yeah just gives off a little t- t- i mean me just distract and yeah um I can't remember what it's called. But yeah, I used that. I hired one and then I used it later on as it got worse. But I was say, you should write that down. That's a good little. It's another thing that Carl wants to try, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going little... to whack it on my head. Yeah. Just test yeah, it out. Yeah, it gives off some kind of electro waves. I can't remember. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and another thing in this book was uh, like, I can't remember if it's a chapter or part of a chapter, but it's about laughing in birth. And, and it's oh, all about yeah. singing. Sounds but great. saying how good laughter is. So. Carl, you're going to be... Oh, oh, look at that. What an opportunity. Got got write, I've got to got write a new 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Try some new stuff. I'll do an Edinburgh preview as you go into labour. Yeah. <laughs> to try out some new stuff. Yeah. Just saying how good that is for relaxing your body. Definitely. Which, again, I don't think I've ever seen that in something, someone laughing in a birth in no. a birth room. And, yes. and, and Ina, mate, she talked about... She, she gave an example of a joke she does, and I was like, oh, duh. No. <laughs> But I suppose that, thing, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't make me laugh. But she's like, it's really great when I say that, and then they they relax. It's that tone yeah. thing. Like it, it seems to come up almost every episode that we've chatted to everyone about their birth story. What I've really picked up on is hearing everyone has said that it's su- it's it's almost like a sort of on a knife edge of all it takes is a doctor to have a tone that's a bit off yeah. in that yeah, moment, yeah. and you Your suddenly get up. stressed yeah, and yeah. anxious and that. Whereas yeah. actually. Everyone who's had like sort of nicer stories has said it's just had a nicer tone. The doctors yeah. have been nice and warm and open, yeah. and, and it's amazing now. Like you know, it's almost like not. You, I know NHS is under a lot of stress and that, but like if if in some of their training they were taught yeah, some sort what? of like t- like voice and tone training or something, yeah. it might just help with that. Yeah, that's definitely. a bedside manner thing, isn't it? It's an yeah. old thing, but it I understand is. that when you're under pressure, that's the first thing that goes out the yeah, window. Yeah. And like, people's approaches are different, you know. So, yeah, that's another thing. I mean, I just remember the doctor. She came in the room. She she clocked me there. And she just wasn't engaging really. So I, yeah. and I knew, I knew she was going to say that. Just yeah. By her, I just look and not really looking at you as such. Yeah. yeah. But again, I'm going to talk about this book a lot because I'm actually <laughs> reading it <laughs> rather than it just sitting beside my bed and me being like, oh, God, I haven't read it. Um, but talking about how in the older days before medicine really developed that they had a much better doctors had a much better understanding of that as well of what of what was useful for, um for them to be in the room and for intervention that because of the way that the care has developed so much that people can be a bit 
quick off the mark to yeah. to intervene and to to try and help to yeah. prevent something because they are aware of all the possible things that could go wrong as well. And one of the birth stories was from two obstetricians who went to the farm to this like home birth center to have their child yeah. and how they they really they knew they were challenged to try and turn off that bit of their brain that was trying to do the to doctor themselves and trust the process of birth which they knew would be okay in this situation and it was they had she had a natural birth but she's yeah this thing of being the training of being the doctor yeah all the things that you get taught that can go wrong and how that yeah kind of yeah. can get in your way yeah so i remember i remember bringing in my birth plan so i i wanted to have a natural birth and i you know i said maybe if the pool was available i would have a you know have it in the pool and I remember one of the one of the doctors like I offered it to someone we discussed it. Another doctor was like, going, "Well, you know, it might not go that way." It's like I thought that's really interesting. That was your immediate thing to say yeah. to me. Somebody else who was not even involved with what the discussion was about, but just hearing it and said it might not go that way. Yeah, it's like yes, there's a lot of things that might not go the way you expect it to, but you offer up that plan and you have a backup plan in case. And they would always try and everybody's wants the healthy baby at the yeah. end of the day so but it's just interesting it's an immediate feeling of um we have to <laughs> yeah. i don't know box it in or just keep it yeah, yeah. measures safety measures and you know yeah like you said because be, yeah in, in the end it's all everyone wants the same outcome which yeah. is a, a healthy you know yeah healthy baby to be born yeah yeah but yeah it'll be, it, um, i'm finding reading this book and it you know it's interesting that you you've read her other one and then when you don't necessarily get to experience it as the way that yeah. she talks about it. And I'm very, you know, I'm very aware that that might be the case, but yeah. Yeah. I'm also an optimist. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why shouldn't? Yeah, exactly. Should yeah. Be. And, um, and then I think a lot of things you can learn from that as well is, just, is it, it is about taking a bit more control. Yeah. And, and she, she offers, I think in those, in those books, she offers up that yeah. for you. So I think that helped me a lot if I had not read that and that I had that situation, yeah. you know, when I had emergency cesarean, I think I would have been in a different place than if I'd. Yeah. Yeah. And you, so you did pregnancy yoga. Yeah. Did you go, you went to classes or you did? I went to home? classes. Yeah. yeah. I did. I had a little, <laughs> a friend of mine gave me this old video probably from the seventies or sixties. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in a VHS. A VHS. Or yeah, was it? no, it was a, it was a, yeah, they probably have a VHS version, but it was on the um, DVD. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was like, <laughs> they all do the stretches and they all do the pelvic floor and yeah, but they're all in these like unitard type things. Yes. <laughs> it's like brilliant. But yeah, I did, yeah, I did a lot of yoga. I found that really, it's like a nice offering for myself as well. Yeah. You know? And how, yeah. Did, how, how about how long into the, when did you start doing I it? I started it when I was... Uh, about four months. Okay. And carried on, yeah. yeah. I'm a bit like I'm doing it at home sometimes, but I haven't yeah. got to a class yet. Uh, yeah, go to a class. Sorry, yeah. Going. Okay. Um, yeah, we go to yeah, go to a class. Nice little. Yeah, I went to. Oh, hello. <laughs> I think mine went as well. It just Did responded. It? Yeah. Responding. <laughs> we have yeah, nothing in our stomachs. You're connecting yeah. to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to the baby. baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, some could be a bit. Competitive, can't they? What's up with everything, isn't it? I remember Any going to one with class. I was like, "Wow, I'm not stretching out like that." Uh, yeah. But, um, um, and did you do other exercise or? No, I just did. I'm walking. Yeah. 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 I'm walking. And the little <laughs> and the little ball, the bouncy ball. Oh yeah, I haven't got one of them yet. Yeah. That's what's that particularly good for? I think it's good to just keep your hip. It helps with your hips, keeping you open. Yeah. It just helps you to relax and yeah. 
I, I said about getting one the other day just to stretch my and back, back. Yeah, yeah, to kind of so go backwards back. over it. I had a thing yesterday when I'd been, I went to see two shows and definitely by the end of the day, my cock six felt a bit, I was like, oh, oh yeah. it's a bit hard sitting down for this long. Yeah, you need a little cushion, special cushion. <laughs> yes, it'd be interesting for the aeroplane going to Australia. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get your yeah, pillows on things. Yeah, get my pillows on. Um, and for your pregnancy, like... Is there things, if you look back on it, is there things that you wish you'd known or done differently? Or um, uh, I think I just wished I'd had a bit more, I gave myself a bit more time. Yeah. Because there was there's this impression, and it still continues even whether you have children or not, this impression as a woman that if you uh, can do all these things, you're amazing, you're a superwoman. But actually, just be just be at peace with what you can do and just take it easy. Some, you know, this idea of like, especially when a pregnant woman, you see them like Amazon woman, you know, you see them all just going, <laughs> yeah. you know, like they're taking on the world. And it's like, you don't need to do, you don't need to prove anything. I think a lot of it sometimes is proving something. Yeah. And we've got, we've got that idea sometimes. And just it's about taking some time as well, enjoying things and being bit more still yeah I, I definitely like definitely in my early pregnancy I had that stillness and I was aware of that idea of creating space I, I definitely created space that I think helped the baby yeah. happen yeah like literally going I'm not going to do much because I've got to if I'm going to have a baby how am I going to fit yeah. that into my life yeah um, but I have been busy lately and I've even, I've even been busy this week even though it's just been seeing shows and catching up with people then we've got next week and then we fly to Australia. And today oh, I was like, yeah. I've just got to – actually next week I've got to take it a bit easy and yeah. have a bit of a yeah. Yeah. bit of downtime. And I've got another week of downtime and then I go into working the festival, which is yeah. full on full for three on, and a yeah. half, four weeks. And then I get downtime again. Yeah. And when we come back from Australia, it's six weeks of nothing. Oh. Up, leave that up oh. to the birth. Up to the birth. Yeah, yeah. It's proper, yeah. Nesting. Cleaning. Cleaning, getting yeah. that bag. Moving things around. Yeah. yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Getting oh, and having a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything, Carl, that you had? Um, probably the same as always. I always ask guests just about, is there any advice you'd give to the partner of somebody who's pregnant? Just things that they could probably think about, bear in mind, or looking back to something you could maybe say to your partner that, like, they maybe forgot to do or something they did that was really good oh, that you'd push present. <laughs> no, oh, sorry. A push present. Sorry. Push present. Have you heard about this? No. No. <laughs> I, don't know, I find it hilarious. There's an American thing and I, I said it sent it to my husband as a joke. It was like this American thing talking about you get your you get your um, lady a uh, push present for having a successful <laughs> some women got rings yeah. and stuff. So, so but it's basically just for yeah, for the actual going through the the process having of a baby. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, I thought it was ridiculous. But my husband was like, it's what would you... It feels quite um, rude towards the baby. Yeah. <laughs> so they show up and you're like, that's yeah, not enough. Yeah. Here's a, that, uh, you know, a I thought it was kind car. Of, yeah, so I <laughs> I, was, I had this real desire for pate. Don't ask me why. I don't, <laughs> don't really eat it. It's most of a horrible experience as a child, but there you go. Um, would it be an iron or something? It's, might, okay, maybe. it's, it's yeah. full of it, isn't it? Yeah, that's maybe what I, yeah. So I said, that's what I want for my push. <laughs> but I wouldn't advise anyone to get anybody a push no. present unless they desperately want to. How, how much um, pate did you get? Yeah, but by the time I got it, and yeah, then I, I had some, I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like, oh, placental as well. Why didn't I ask well, for like, a ring? Yeah. Why didn't I ask for something really expensive? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like a cheap, a cheap date, like yeah. me. 
No, but um, what advice do I give you? Just communicate. Just communicate and offer up and have time and don't feel like, you know, um, it's an equal thing, isn't it? Well, I mean, in sort of terms of emotionally, I'm trying to be as equal, but I, yeah. I'm also very respectful of the fact yeah. that physically yeah. I'm still quite... You know, I'm what I'm observing it rather than you know I could, could never yeah. understand what it's like to go through it apart yeah. from just hearing Hannah talk about it. Yeah, oh, that was the other thing we watched. We started watching the new Netflix TV show oh, Babies. Yeah. Oh yeah, how's that? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. We watched yeah. those. The first episode is about love, and it um, looks at people's brains and how in the women in women mothers, there's the amygdala which like goes red and is just on all the time. Once you've had the baby, like you are on and you're ready to like yes. respond to any noise, to anything for the rest of their life. Like that wow. gets turned on and yeah. that's that. Fathers, it gets turned on, but you know, the volume is down. Yeah. Unless, Unless they're the primary caregivers. Yeah. So people who have, like gay couples who have a baby, their amygdalas go on to bright red. Like, yeah. So yeah. it's almost the dad's responsibility or the partner's responsibility to see themselves as a primary caregiver, yeah, yeah, yeah. which alerts them to be that alert the whole time rather yeah. than kind of yeah. sitting back a bit. Yeah. And one, of the, one of the questions I was asking about you and um, you and Ben was because I've got some really good friends in Australia who have a really great relationship, and they told me um, when they had their first baby, that was the first time they'd really argued and they had yeah. to create a safe word. That was, their, that was their thing. Like they had a safe word, so someone yeah. was getting a bit – don't talk to me anymore. Like we can't yeah, do this. Yeah. But that was something that really changed, and they they managed to get through it like that. But they saw how that was. Yeah. The baby had changed. Yeah, he can. He can really change. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, me and Ben, and I kept thinking about a safe word. I didn't think we worked out a safe word. I thought we couldn't decide on it probably. Um, and um, <laughs> pate, yeah. pate. Yeah, so I remember. Yeah, it's like I don't have a little cupboard that I can just go into. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah, you do get that. It's a lot of tension, and everybody's really tired. Yeah. It's really tired, and. It, there's an, just have that little thing there knowing that you just want to take care of it and what if this happens, what if that happens, you yeah, know, all yeah. these little scenarios and trying to, and negotiating, you know, you do something differently. I've seen I've seen couples like out and about, you know, and you just see it, like, I'll just do it, <laughs> you know, sort of yeah. thing. You've got to have that communication. Yeah. You've got to say, I just, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll do that. Be a mantra. Yeah. That can be your push present. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh cool. Gosh. Well, thank you so much oh, for thank coming you. today, Sarah. Um, it's really good to see you and, and you. to talk to you. Mm. And um, to our listeners, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at CheggersPod. Or you can email us at CheggersPod at gmail.com. Yes. And you can go and review us and on iTunes and stuff like so, that. Yeah. Download oh, wow. stuff. and Yeah, you can, you can give Sarah a review for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. a, that's the thing that you can do with podcasts. So, yeah. so do that if you'd like to. Um, thank you for listening. Um, we will be back next week. Thank Thanks. You. Thank Bye. you. <laughs>
all of television history is contained in the box of delights. I've climbed up Nelson's column once before. These are small. And put it down in front of Backpuss. I'm Julia Rayside. Join me and my guests as we dip into our favourite TV memories. Boys must have they bashing head like this. You can't tell me what to do. You ain't my mother. I love when a plan comes together. Come and tell us what yours are too. We've all been told we can't discuss nominations. It's a bit of car air. Shut up with a novel on the top. I think I like you, Lovejoy. Find us on Twitter at Box Delights Pod and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Great people.